0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to TransFix, a place to get your fix of all things trans and queer. I'm your host, Des Tabato, and today we have Julian on the call with us. Julian, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Hi, my name's Julian Kirkendall, uh, and I'm here, and I'm happy to be here, and I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> awesome, bud. I'm really excited that you were able to come on. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do, um, name, pronoun, I mean, you already said your name, but pronouns, stuff like that.
1: Uh, my name Julian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ooh, pronouns. That I feel like my pronouns is he, him, his and they them there, which I don't get to use as often in real life because you know, the world no, and, you know I understand <laughs> trying to explain to my coworkers who, you know, know nothing about the LGBT community. is just <laughs> it's a bit Yeah.
0: It takes a bit. I think it's I mean, it's one thing for me and you to talk about it, right? You know what I mean? I think it's easier. (laughs) Definitely easier for us to understand. And for other people, I think it might take a bit more time. And depending on how they are with all that stuff, you know.
1: Exactly. You know what I, I
0: mean?
1: Oh, yeah. So, of course, I feel like once we, like, left the bubble of, like, a lot of queer friends and family, like, we. Yeah. Like, you realize how most of the world don't, doesn't get it. And, like, they just, you know, it's of a more of an uphill battle to explain to them sometimes
0: right no i understand that completely (laughs) (laughs) um so i had a handful of questions for you um the first one you know we can anything you don't want to talk about we don't have to you know whatever you're comfortable with uh the first one i would ask you was about your coming out story so if you want to talk about that we can go ahead. Uh, if not, that's okay.
1: <laughs> this year was, this was the 10th year I've been out. I oh, realized okay. that. I, well, out kind of came out. Uh, my out, my story when I came out, I was basically when I was 16. Uh, my ex-boyfriend was very excited to be dating and decided to tell everybody And their mother. Um, Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. My cousins were super popular at that school. So they found out and it just, it was a sliding hill and everybody knew. So whether or not I was, you know, ready or not, here I come. And of course, I, you know, my parents came to me and, you know, now that I look back at it, I feel like I'm appreciative of it because my mom cried because when I basically said, you know, I'm gay, she just said that she felt bad. She was like, you know, it's hard enough that you're a young Black boy, but you're also a young gay Black boy. And she's like, I didn't want uh, what was already difficult for you in the world is to be two times more difficult than it needed to be.
0: Right. That's tough.
1: You know, years later, now I'm gay and very happy and proud of it but it was definitely an uphill battle
0: yeah that must have been hard especially you know at the tender age you know what i'm saying you know 16 you're you know you think you're so (laughs) big and all right yeah you think you know everything and all this stuff but you're still like you're a baby you're young (laughs) and you know what i mean um
1: you're a child you Oh, gosh, I feel like if I could just look at little 16- sixteen <laughs> me and just be like, "Don't, don't do those things. Stop it. Stop <laughs> you know, what you're doing power. right now." Literally, if you could have the power to just jump into the past and just stop, but you probably, you know, scare yourself to death. But right, <laughs> a little more trauma.
0: <laughs> Who is this? Who is this guy talking <laughs> to me right now? Oh my gosh. Oh, that's funny, though. But, um, well, that's good your, you know, your mom was, sounds like, even though, you know, she cried, it, was she still, like, you know, it seems like she was supportive based on the language that you were using.
1: Um, I mean, back then, it was, uh, I didn't realize how hard it was for my mother when she realized I was gay. It was more of, as years gone on went on, I found out that my mother was actually very supportive of like the LGBT community. The problem is she grew up in a time where a lot of her gay friends actually ended up passing away due to the AIDS epidemic. Oh, okay. And so finding out her own child was gay, it was just very hard because she was very afraid of that possibility. And she wasn't as educated with the times and understanding that like now we have medications and you, know, you can live uh with hiv and like we also then came out with prep and like right you conventional know. measures and so you know it wasn't until then it wasn't until she realized you know that's okay it'll be fine and you know yeah because i mean one time i came home and i had a band-aid on my arm and my mom was asking what it was from and i said it was for me getting tested because you know Get yourself yeah. tested. Make sure right. you know know your status. Yeah, and safety she first. grabbed my arm and she was like, What are you doing out in these streets? What are you? And I just <laughs> laughed because I'm like, I'm being monogamous. I'm sorry. I just still want to get tested. It's still
0: good. You know what? I mean, I've, I think it's good, like you should anyway. You know, I mean, yeah. I've been, you know, I'll still do it. Like if I'm at the doctor's office, they're like, You just want to check? I'm like, Yeah, I've been a monogamous for three years, but. It doesn't hurt you no. know, to check and see what's, you know, been going on over three years actually. But <laughs> you know Congrats. what I mean? So uh
1: I mean, yeah, it's uh definitely it took a, it was a shift. It took a while until my mom shifted to the person she is now where now like she'll have like someone who was actually a young trans girl in her class. And Uh she came to me and it was just like, I cried a little because, you know, she's like, I want to make sure she's comfortable and she has a good experience. And, you know, you know, it was just also interesting to even know that my mother had a trans child in her class. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know, that was just, it made me one happy that the parents were so accepting and like, the child felt comfortable to talk to their parents. I was like, I, at sixteen, I couldn't even say. Yeah, I
0: know. Is your mom? <laughs> does she uh teach or? Yes, uh, okay. my mother
1: is a educator. So. Nice,
0: nice. No, I was gonna say like with young, you know, trans youth, I get really excited for them when, if their parents are supportive and they can start like taking blockers or yes, you know, or I mean, I don't. I generally think it's generally blockers, and then when they're a little bit older, it's like you know, estrogen or testosterone or whatever. Yeah. um like I remember my my little cousin not so little now but a couple years ago one of his um classmates he started tea and oh. or, or start or was on I can't remember how old he was but uh basically you know started taking blockers or tea and I thought that was really cool I'm like that's awesome that like, his parents were, like, yes, you know, let's do this for your happiness and all that stuff so he can be his, you know, true self. So, I don't know. I just think that's so, it really, like, <laughs> I'm, like, oh, my heart, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I it's I feel like it's such a, like, different time than, like, even just a few years from us. Like, some of the kids, like, taking their, like, partners to prom and, like, mm-hmm. other events. Like, I remember I had a boyfriend during prom yeah but like i remember my mom like i said she's still she was growing at the time and she was like you're bringing a girl right so like for photos for prom and like and you're like mom. i just and i did and i went along with it and just because i was like it'll make her happy i don't have to battle it and i also didn't want to potentially have to battle a school because you know school. yeah and, like,
0: yeah they can be um the rules and stuff like that can be a pain in the butt.
1: So. Oh, yes. And so I ended up taking my best friend who's actual bisexual. So, like, Yay. Still, it was still very much the gays going to... Because she just went because she was like, well, I don't have a girlfriend to take. And I was like, well, I can't take my boyfriend, so...
0: So let's go together. So,
1: right. It's still very uh, gay group, gay squad. <laughs> Yay, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's definitely different than what it was for me for prom. Cause I went, I went to three of them, I think. And it was pretty, pretty uh, typical prom kind of. Um, yeah. But some of my group members came out later, um, which was cool. Um, but yeah, I thought it was funny cause it's pretty, you know, typical small town prom <laughs> kind of deal. You know what I yeah. mean? Cause you know, I grew up in, you know, you could bring tractors to school almost, kind of deal. <laughs> so it was funny.
1: Oh gosh, not a tractor. Did anyone <laughs> a tractor I mean that's to prom
0: <laughs> You know, I wouldn't be surprised to be honest. But I mean, okay, maybe tractors a little bit of um <laughs> exaggeration, but you know, I mean people would I'm pretty sure like people would bring their, you know dirt bikes and stuff and park them in the parking lot and stuff like yeah. that so it's definitely you know a small little small farm town but yeah. i mean it was good for me growing up did you have any surprises as you came into like your identity um, or things like that like that you were surprised you know in general
1: um i feel like i mean growing up you know gay, Black, I had many surprises in identity (laughs) and, you know, and also, you know, I feel like in the Black community, it's a lot uh, about being masculine. Uh And so I had a lot of trouble when it came to, like, being masculine versus feminine and, like, balancing, like, who that is and who I am. Like, we grow up teaching boys that they can't cry and, Mm -hmm. you know, to not show emotion. And, Surprisingly enough, my mom did kind of like let us show a bit more emotion. My father, hand, did not like that.
0: No, okay.
1: Um, I think coming to the like identity of that, and then the crosses of like, it's just a it's layered where it's like being black, gay, uh, trying to figure out that masculine, feminine, like who I actually am as a person, mm-hmm. and then also just having a kind of like really religious like family. So like. My parents weren't exactly very religious. They both believe in God, but they never went to church church or for okay. us. But my grandparents were very religious and the oh, rest of my family okay. were very religious. Uh-huh. And so for me, it was always like a cross of like, you know, when I was younger I went to church to pray to try not to be gay because I was, of course, it was a sin, you know, that's how many gay people relate, you know. Yeah. Um, And I remember, I think the thing that broke me into a separation from church was when the pastor called a group of uh, people down and said, basically, if you've ever had any homophobic or homophobic, sorry, word no, <laughs> uh, any like homosexual um, thoughts or desires, if you have, like, thought outside your gender or, like, anything like that, basically a lot of transphobic, a lot of homophobic, like, language, and I remember sitting in a pew and, like, not, like, wanting to get up, but realizing, like, like, seeing the amount of people get up and seeing all those people who were, like, much older than me get up, and I just realized, I was like, but I'm fine, like, uh-huh. Why do you have to pray this away? Like, I, I'm not hurting anyone. Like, right. I saw and I'm like, I'm doing no damage to anyone or myself. And so that right. was one of the last days I went to church. And, like, I think that really set my identity, of course, because that's when I realized that, like, I don't have to be what people say I am. And I can be what I want to be, like... You know, and from there I just I went on and started learning more about myself. You know, went off got outed, had to very quickly learn more about myself and discover who I am and then got to college and settled even deeper into myself and found a community. I was lucky to have a high school that honestly had a lot more queer people than I feel like A lot of people had like, a lot of people were like, oh, I was the only gay person in my high school. I was like, I, I was not, I was,
0: we had a bunch of people. That's awesome.
1: (laughs) I had a community to help me. I feel like, um, to help me learn more who I am very quickly at a younger age, I feel like than some people. And I appreciate that a lot. And I know I'm lucky for that. Yeah,
0: that's good. I mean, like as, I said, you know, for me, like, it was a small school. I can't really remember too many people being out. Mm, I really can't think of any off the top of my head. And, like, you know, for me, it was once after college, basically, uh, that I really, really started to figure out. Like, I knew before that, but I just was like, oh, you know, I like boys and girls, but I'm going to focus on guys, basically. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Like, that's
0: kind of how it was when I was younger, so... And even into college too, like um, for the first couple of years, you know, but I mean, I, I figured out more who I was like in that time period. So I think that's really cool that you got to, you know, kind of have that group, you know, of friends and all that. So that's awesome.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. I definitely, I was lucky. I... Both of my best friends were LGBT. One was lesbian. Identified as lesbian. The other identified... I identified as bisexual. And uh-huh. from then on, we just...
0: <laughs> you <laughs> know,
1: I still remember coming out to her and, like, being afraid, even though she was lesbian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she was terrified. yeah, And I told her. And she was just like, okay. And then... Uh, she was like, she, this next question. I still remember this. She goes, so what type of men are you into? Like femme or mass? And I'm like, I, I don't know. And Men. <laughs> there's a, a man comes coming down the street, very much feminine. Walk, like it was just a weird coincidence. And she was like, what about him? And <laughs> I just cracked up laughing because I'm like, I, 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 don't, I don't know. know. I also found it funny that like, Right,
0: uh, away right away that she was like man. let's go let's let's go, go let's find you, know me, you
1: man like
0: yeah exactly
1: i was just cracking up laughing and that was like i think one of the first people i came out to by choice mm-hmm. and like it just it still rings in my memory because it's just one of the funniest thing i think back now it's like you were so terrified to come out to somebody who was like lesbian right <laughs>
0: Well, I think too. Like it can be in- intimidating, right, yes. to come out, even because I mean, you're scared of how people will react, right? You know, with family or friends. You know, I feel like I feel like even with like even if you know they're in the community, it's still like nerve wracking to tell someone. You know what I mean? I don't know. No. I mean, now that we're older and stuff, I you know, I'll be like, yeah, you know. <laughs> but when I was younger, definitely was. Very, it was definitely nerve wracking, you know.
1: Yeah, I like, I mean, and that's the thing, I feel like coming out never stops, it just becomes a bit easier. Like, right. 10 years later, like, my co workers at work still don't know. I make jokes and like it goes over their head, but <laughs> <laughs> like, many queer jokes, and like they just, and I'm I just don't like, uh huh,
0: <laughs> that's so funny.
1: So, I yeah, like you continue to come out, like it's not like you come out once and that's it, like
0: right. It's kind of like uh, you know, exercising your muscles, right? Yeah, you do it the first time and your muscles are really sore and all that, and then after you know, so many times, you're like, oh, this is pretty much a breeze now, um, you know,
1: <laughs> it's just like an easy, quick stretch. You're like, it's fine, let me just pull that quick like band-aid just let them know
0: yeah it's fine just rip it off right now (laughs) so i think you touched on it a little bit with like an experience that sticks out to you or helped you open up like with your one friend you know (laughs) like her being like oh what do you think of that guy you know are there any other experiences that you can think of that really stick out in your mind
1: um, oh gosh, so many experiences. I think for me, <laughs> coming to college was very much, like, an awakening. Like, I was in that bubble of, like, gay people at my school and, like, LGBT yeah. for people. And so coming to college was, of course, like, a learning experience that, like, there's more to, like, the LGBT community. Like, there's the T because, like, there was... There's no education even just on, you know, lesbian, gay, or even bisexual. Mm -hmm. And so coming to college was interesting because I got to expand on that and actually learn. And, like, learn some of the ignorances, of course, I had because I didn't. I was a stupid teenager who had no idea. I was just like, oh, I didn't know, like, about, like, people who identified as, like, queer or transgender or Mm-hmm. Um, Any of that, because obviously yeah. in college, in high school, there's, there was no. I feel like over the course of college, then there was like more openness and more like people in the public view who identified as trans or transgender. Right. And so it's definitely a lot different. In my college years, I'm like, I had never even had the opportunity i'm like i even back then i thought i was like oh there's like no other like gay black man or gay like les like black lesbians or like uh-huh. maybe someone who's asian bisexual like that never occurred to me because i just uh-huh. never, you never- like, it was very much like section of what i've seen in the world so i only right believed in what i saw rather than the possibilities of you know the lgbt yeah. community
0: Right. As a whole, you yes. know, there's a lot of different, you know, a lot of different individuals, that's for sure. Exactly. But a lot of different identities and, you know, gender identity. Yes. Um, What well, kind of like romantic person? I don't know if that'd be like romantic identity. I'm not sure if that's exactly how you would say that. But, um, you know, there's a bunch of, there's so many like different ways that they intersect, Right.
1: Exactly. And I feel like even, like, that... And then also, like, college very much taught me a lot of things. But I think, like, the interesting thing is also trying to keep up as I get older with some of uh-huh. the stuff. Like, I think I saw something with a lot more, like, um, appropriate, like, uh, language when it comes to someone who's, you know, transgender. And I just, like sat there and looked at the list and I was like, oh no, some of the things I was taught is not wrong. Wrong. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I'm like I don't want to offend anyone. I feel bad. Right. But you start to feel like some of those like people who are older in the career community who may not um you know know those things and may not be as willing to learn. But there are a lot who are like but like as I get older I definitely realize that I'm getting old and like <laughs> Change so quickly. Yeah,
0: they do. It's like like that, you know. And I think you bring up a good point. Like, I mean, growing, you know, growing up, you know, we know that certain terms are bad, certain terms aren't, right? Yes. But there are some that we were taught, like, weren't offensive that actually are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it's like a learning process forever. Like, you're always you're always learning. And I think, you know, to try to be as inclusive and stuff as possible, it's good to keep up on these things. If, you know, and or, you know, if you don't know something and someone else does and they're like, hey, you know, keep that like as a little mental note, you know, so, you know, for the future.
1: Exactly. I think it's more of always being open to the education because you may not be as up to date and. Instead of being so offended very quickly, just accepting, hey, like you know, something you might have said a while ago may not be as like acceptable as appropriate, Mm -hmm. and that's really that's possible, and it happens, and just like you have to be willing to grow, like it's that's the biggest part, being willing to grow and accept like um, criticisms,
0: and I think that comes with like maturity too, right? Um, you know, probably before I would have been like really defensive about it, you know, when I was younger, but now I'm like, please tell me, please like tell me (laughs) if I did something wrong, I don't want to, (laughs) you know, I want to respect, you know, you and have you respect me and things like that. So
1: of course, exactly. At the end of the day, you just want to be respectable to each person.
0: Right, exactly. And I think that's the most important part, you know. Um so we talked about it a little bit. Um I kind of wanted to bring up I'm not really sure how to word this as like a question, but you've touched on it w- with like the layers, right? So like the layer of being uh being black and being queer and you know having um like your background and things like that. Um is there any other any ways you want to tie those in together?
1: Um I think those it's such a weird intersection that like sometimes I realize that just like, it is actually a lot like being gay, uh-huh. being like uh, being black and just also growing up pretty poor kind of, mm-hmm. and, you know, all those different intersections make up who I am. And so it's so interesting because you have the black community and you have the gay community and it's just, sometimes those two don't meet like they meet very head on sometimes, even though Mm -hmm. they experience a lot of the same discrimination, the same, you know, just difficulties in life. And I feel like sometimes they just make it harder for each other. And it's Uh always interesting where people are like, you are black before you're gay or you're gay before you're black. And, you know, they fight each other very often and it's, always nice because as I grow up and meet, have more, you know, uh, Black queer friends and they just, mm-hmm. they feel the same way where it's like, it's a push and pull. um, Because, of course, growing up, I remember my mom, like, one of the, uh, when the song, uh, I'm coming out came out and she, oh, yeah. I was thinking <laughs> to it as a kid and like having a good time And my mom turned it down. She's like, you can't sing that. You know, it might make you gay. And I just still remember that as an adult. Oh. And like that, but then also there's the amount of racism you experience in the gay community. And so it's just like so interesting where it was like, even with like my grandparents and all my other family members, there was a lot of homophobia, but then it's like, I it's like, okay, so I'll go to the crew community to escape it. But then, like, you meet racism. So it's like each community, you meet a lot of difficulties. But then it's also you do meet the beauty in the middle. Uh-huh. Like, you get to meet a lot of, like, people who identify like you or people who have uh, a lot of the same experiences. And so I think, or it maybe even have different experiences. But it's nice because we get to talk openly and... Yeah, about let it out and like,
0: yeah, which is good and healthy.
1: Yes, a nice, healthy way to kind of let all those different feelings and you know stuff like that out. And I think I'm very appreciative to have more friends and everyone who I can let all those stresses out and they (laughs) know exactly what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, they understand your point of view, basically.
1: And even if they don't, they still are like that, you know, they listen and having listening ear helps as well.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Even if as long as they're just, you know, at least they're there for you and there to listen. Right.
1: Exactly. That's what you always need in life. Listening ear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> A friend to lean on.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: What are some of the joys you've experienced while being black and gay?
1: Ooh, the joys. Oh gosh. I, <laughs> I know
0: this is probably it, kind of. <laughs> I, <know. laughs>
1: I, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of my joys, I think have come later in life um, uh-huh. because I think I had to go through the years of like pushing through and like having a lot of family except the fact that I'm gay and that it's not going away. <laughs> and so yeah. Um, I think I had many. Um, one of them was, I think when basically I, my grandmother, um, I had a lot of difficulties in like her accepting me and stuff like that. But one of the things I remember was when it was with my ex, but she looked at me and said, you know, is your, you and your partner coming to Christmas because she wanted to make sure there was enough food, and I remember that because Aww. it took a lot of years. Like before, she wouldn't even acknowledge my partners or anything oh, or anyone okay. I hated. and it's a lot. And like now, my mom with my current boyfriend, she's like, he's coming to Christmas or else, and like, <laughs> keeps asking me for like gift ideas. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I, he's difficult to, <laughs> to buy stuff for, and so but like. I appreciate it because just the acknowledgement of having my family accept me and having, like, my cousins, when (laughs) me and my ex uh, broke up, my cousins uh, all were ready to fight him.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Every
1: cousin was just ready to fight and, and you're so, like,
0: hold on. Hold I was like, on.
1: it's, stop, please it's, don't, it's, yeah. it's fine, don't yeah. do it, I'll feel, <laughs> um, but just, like, I think having, like, a lot of my family being more there and then having just, uh, I think the experiences is just, meeting so many friends, meeting you, like meeting like <laughs> all the people yes, in my life. <laughs> I'm so lucky because I feel like had I not honestly been black and queer, I would have never met half the people I met. Like, we let's be you. real. I don't think I would have, <laughs> I feel like went into the queer community just as someone who identified as heterosexual and is cisgender, like, uh huh. I was afforded, a like, yes, difficulties, as my mom said, in the beginning of life and still struggle. But I was also awarded a lot of great friendships and a lot of meaningful ones, too. And so mm-hmm. it's taught me lessons that I think I would have never learned if I wasn't queer and black. And right. <laughs> I'm very lucky for many of them at the end of the day.
0: That's awesome. That's good to hear. You know, I want to talk about, you know. Positives and negatives, you know. But I really like the happy stuff. Oh, yeah. All the
1: happy. (laughs) You need some positivity, especially nowadays. Like, every day. even Not even just the 2020. Like, all the time, you still need some positivity.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Now, we're going to talk about dating stuff. (laughs) Oh, no. So, I know you're currently in a relationship.
1: Yes, yes, I am.
0: And that's going good, from what I hear.
1: It is. Is going very well. I'm very, very thankful for it.
0: Yay! That's <laughs> awesome. I'm happy. Yeah, especially right now, right? Yes. It's good to, you know, it's comforting, like with me and, you know, with my wife. Like, if it was just me in this house, I would be like, <laughs> so, you know, I'd be, I mean, I, you know, I got my family, I got friends and stuff, but it's nice having so. her, you know, with me and, going through our (laughs) we saw this um it was a like christmas ornament Mm -hmm. and it says our first pandemic 2020 (laughs) (laughs) we were like oh my gosh it's terrible but honestly though it's like you know you learn we learned a lot about each other and yes um i feel like we're closer now you know yeah given given the situation you know it's still a very terrible situation but
1: think it's been weird because I think dating during a pandemic is a lot different. Yes. Um, I have talked to friends and I'm just like, yeah, half the time we just like, he'll be working and I'll be studying and someone's just like, but that's like what we do all the time. I'm like, yeah, but you guys have been dating for like seven years. There's a difference. Like, uh huh. the normal going out to movies and just like having those like. You know those events and different things that I feel like a lot of people do for dating normally
0: mm-hmm.
1: has changed. Like yes, we don't get to do some of the things that a lot of other couples got to do. Like um, we do sit and talk about how future things we want to do and how we would love. Like he said, he would have loved to take me to like a, a opera or like show or something like that. And I would have loved the opportunity, but it's like something we have to think about in the future. Like right, it's it- not.
0: Can't right now yeah right? So, which is a bummer but yeah
1: exactly like we have to think a little different like we cook dinners and maybe we'll play like a little card game or we just you know we talk a lot more obviously because we don't have activities to partake in as much uh-huh. so we have to be a little more creative when it comes <laughs> to dates. uh some of our fun baking dates and just like Ooh. T V shows, we finished so many T V shows <laughs> hey,
0: That's all right. That's fun though. And then you can like talk about it, you know?
1: Exactly. And so it's exciting. Dress- I think changing the way dating I think twenty twenty has definitely changed the way dating has. Oh yeah, are, I totally like, agree. I feel like people who start dating during twenty twenty, it's definitely not the same kind of dating you would date before. Right. Like- yeah,
0: because I'm I mean, me and me and Danny, we used to, you know, we go out dancing, right? Yes. Can't really do that now safely anyway, you especially since, up. you know, we're, you know, in Michigan, so it's cold out, right?
1: You can pull out that <laughs> Just Dance 2020 and just, uh... Hey,
0: we do have that for the <laughs> Switch, so we have done it before. <laughs> We've done, like, the, the partner ones, you know, yep. and we have the two people, the duets or whatever, so exactly. it's fun, though. But, no, I agree that, like, it's totally changed. I mean, you know, going out to eat, like, mm-hmm. you can order carry out right now, you know. And we could, you know, before you could go out, you know, to eat. But I think in general it was, you know, it's good to just do the carryout and stuff like that or cook, you know. Yes. But it's not the typical dating, you know, go to the movies. You know, it's definitely a different kind of year, that's for sure.
1: Oh, yes, of course. It's, uh it's definitely altered the way we run. And I feel like it's also a good, and it's like a mix because you get to truly learn the person you're with because there's no like activity or something else that you're doing. It's very much like, hi, I'm here. Like, yeah,
0: I feel like it's definitely like more focused, right? Yes. Like on each other. Right. Which is a good thing. I think.
1: Oh, yes. You know, oh for sure.
0: I wouldn't, ask like not maybe you could talk about right now or in the past but have you had any hurdles like in terms of dating before
1: uh yes for (laughs) sure which is why i'm so appreciative of what i have now um Mm -hmm. because of course like you know being gay like in black as i said previously in the gay community there is a lot of like racism and there's a lot of of course uh fetishism of like Many different types of men. It's fetishes. Right. When it comes to being Asian and black and like all these different things, and of course, being you know black usually is a lot more. Like they want you to be masculine, and you have to have a large, you know, genital, yeah. and like yeah. all the different things that they want you to be. And you know, sometimes it's just like it's a lot and it's overwhelming. And then when it comes mm-hmm. to dating, it's also a mess. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of my hurdles was like because I came out so young. A lot of people came out a bit older. Okay. Um, And so for me, I've dated people who weren't out. And like I remember watching one of the holiday cheesy holiday shows. I don't know if you've seen the latest movie, um,
0: the happiest season. Yeah, did you see that? I haven't watched
1: it yet. I've heard. Oh no! No. But that movie kind of. showed some of my feelings. Um I also don't want to spoil it for anyone else who listens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, no, like the hurdles of just dating, there's many. There's the regular like the ones a lot of like straight couples experience, but it's like the hurdles of like I'm black. Like, you know, maybe like a white boyfriend who's brought me home to their parents are like, oh, didn't expect you to be black and like you know, I deal with just that basic hurdle of just being black. And then right. the hurdle of, like, maybe being the first boyfriend who's come home. And that's another hurdle.
0: Right. That's a whole nother, whole nother thing. Right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and so it's, like, a stack of hurdles that, like, make dating, like, harder because it's, like, I'm either first or, like, I'm first black person. Or it's just, like, it's mm-hmm. it just becomes a lot sometimes. And so I Mm -hmm. think I'm lucky in my current experience where like, I feel like I haven't, but also I think uh, COVID has helped me because we don't get to see the parents. because Yeah. Yeah. Gotta
0: try to keep that social distancing and Mm -hmm.
1: whatnot. But sadly, you know, but it's definitely a lot different. I think I'm very thankful in my current relationship with someone who, you know, no, it's nothing wrong with being someone who isn't out. I think I'm at a part in my life where I need to be with someone who is out and who is okay. confident in themselves and knows themselves a lot more rather than someone who's just still learning and growing. Like, yes, I'm still learning and growing, but I feel like I'm at a far front of where I want to be. You're right. So, like, I'm thankful I'm with someone like that. And also someone who's not jealous. And so I'm not... Like, Uh I'm not a very jealous person. I'm very open, very much a bit more laid back. He's way more laid back. Yeah. And so (laughs) it's just nice. Like, I can say, hey, that person's super pretty. And he's just like, I am Yeah,
0: like, (laughs) yep, we have the same taste. I love that.
1: (laughs) And so it's just like a lot more maturity and a lot more openness and i think we communicate a lot better like i am very honest with him sometimes he's like stop being so honest but like yeah,
0: <laughs> it. like but we gotta talk about it
1: but, right like we gotta i gotta let this out i gotta tell you i gotta you know keep me keep you up on your toes i think now i have far less issues not to say we don't have issues everyone has issues right yeah but, naturally um I think a lot of those, like, beginning issues that I used to have aren't there. And so I can mm-hmm. focus more on the actual, like,
0: Relationship. dating
1: component of, like, yeah. dating rather than, like, the my race being an issue or being the first partner and, like, those type of issues that come up.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think there's nothing wrong with, like, you know, like you said, there's nothing wrong with dating someone who is not out, yeah. right, but also knowing what you want and if you're okay with that is something you have to figure out yourself.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Because I've dated people who were out, and that's fine and it's okay and nothing's wrong with it. It's just you know as you get older it definitely is like like me like I've been out oh, 16 16 so like mm-hmm. now at this point I'm like I don't want to be like the friend anymore. I don't want right. to I want to be your partner. I want to be the person you, you know, you don't have to show me off on every app. Right.
0: All social
1: media. Or do the TikToks with me. I'm too old for the toxic tics anyway. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean.
0: Well, and I feel like too, we're like, you know, we're similar like in age. So I feel like we're kind of getting to the point where, you know, maybe, you know, like for me, I'm, mar- I've been married three years, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely looking like more the settled down kind of, you yeah. know, kind of vibe. Um, you know, we got three cats and a dog wow. and, you know, we're looking to get a house, you know, like, wow. so like, um, <laughs> what I was saying is like, not that that's just what I'm, you know, what I like and what I'm looking for. Like it's exactly. each individual person, you know, whatever you're okay with, you just have to figure out. And truly ask yourself if you're okay with certain things, right, or
1: exactly you have to figure out what you know works for you like for me, like I've learned like a lot more about myself than I think I like knew before, like uh, mm-hmm. like my feelings, even just like my feelings on monogamy where I'm like, uh, I'll do monogamy, <laughs> but like it's it's mm-hmm. me learning like the different types of also relationship styles and stuff like that exist, like yeah, and realizing like that's also like something that doesn't have to be one certain way and right. like learning you know the different relationship styles love language like beyond just being like you know queer there's so many different layers to relationships that like you Learn over time, and I think that's the difficulty like learning that and growing at the same time while also just coming into your identity of being gay. And or right, and it's a lot, it's a lot. I feel like that's just like queer people have a lot to handle, a lot to take. <laughs> yeah, I, it's true though. Gosh, I'm happy I'm getting to the age where I'm like, okay, now I'm more settled in it, and yeah, and oh,
0: feel like more leveled out with it or whatever um that's awesome though i'm glad i'm glad for you bud <laughs> <laughs> um so to finish us off i had one more question that i think the audience would appreciate do you have any tips or any advice for dating
1: um for me i oh gosh i my dating life is uh... a <laughs> hurricane of life um, <laughs> i don't know if i really have any great tips i think for me um when it comes to dating it very mm-hmm. much is important with the honesty like me and my partner yes. now will watch a tv show and it will be some type of drama and like, we both just look at each other and he's just like, he gets mad. He's like, they could solve this whole issue if they just talk to each other and just uh-huh. communicated. And I'm like, <laughs> then you wouldn't have the drama of the show.
0: Right, right. You want not get to see the whole story play out or whatever. If they, exactly. And you then
1: know. They finally open up and tell each other about something or how they're feeling or whatever and he's like this could have saved me a half hour of a tv show (laughs) oh my gosh that's hilarious and i'm like just because we do it like it's something like i've been lucky enough that like i set up like when we first started like i'm like i want you to be honest i want you to communicate with me and i want this to be a like river of communication that's what i want and so i think just communication and being honest with your partner is important and that's The biggest tip I can do, because without communication, that's your relationship will just crumble, dry up and crumble. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, that's the most important thing. You got to if you can't talk to your partner and be open and honest, then Mm -hmm. why are you here?
0: Right. No, I agree. Like, communication is essential. Whether you have, you know, one partner, multiple partners, doesn't matter. Like, you just got to keep that communication open. And it can be hard. You know, it can be hard to talk about stuff that you're not, you know, you don't want to hurt their feelings or anything like that. But it's, you know, it's better in the long run and healthier for, you know, because sometimes you'll, if you keep it inside, then it gets all like pent up and, you know, it kind of makes you you feel like, ugh, you know?
1: And sometimes you burst on them when it's just told them without having this whole episode and yeah it's but it's something you learn like I definitely used to hold things in or I used to just be petty or um, <laughs> if it wasn't my way I'd be a brat uh, <laughs> I definitely feel like I used to be a brat in many uh relationships it was very my way or the highway so I've definitely learned to be more uh in taking of criticisms and mm-hmm. accepting that I can be wrong. Doesn't happen often, but I, <laughs> uh, and I think also it was the same thing with my partner. He is very stubborn and he admits it. Um, so we're just two very stubborn people who've learned that we can both be wrong.
0: Right. Hey, that's good and healthy, right? Oh It's, yeah, a, two, I mean, it's a two or multi-way street yeah, or relationship. Wrong, but I'm. You know, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
0: Cracking me up,
1: dude. Well, you know, life relationships. <laughs> right.
0: It'd be like that sometimes, you know.
1: But, yeah. No. Our, I, you know, that's the best I can do. <laughs> <laughs> My Hey, who's the words?
0: No, you're good, bud. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm Hi, glad. I'm really glad, uh, you know, we got to talk today. That was that was awesome.
1: Uh, I appreciate you having me on the show. I appreciate you starting this show. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. It's great. And we need more conversations. You. Have, I'm sure many outstanding friends that have such like grand minds that like are probably far <laughs> smarter than me. I just bring, I don't know what I brought, but you know, I'm sure. I loved <laughs> what you brought, Julian. It was awesome. And you're a smart guy. Be nice to yourself. Uh, That's another
0: tip for today. You, be nice to yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, know, you have to be a friend to yourself. Talk to yourself like you talk to your best friend. Exactly. Exactly.
0: All right, everyone. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And have a good night. And Julian, thanks again for coming on. Good night. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: Good night, everyone. Have a good one.